Welcome to John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass. John is the founder and CEO of Image Group International, an award-winning image consulting and personal branding pioneer established in 1989. This podcast will bring you old-school wisdom, inspiring ideas, strategies, and hacks for the new tech world. Here you will learn everything about personal branding, the system, the techniques, and the right mindset to have a successful personal brand, image, and reputation. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of my podcast. As always, thank you for listening to me. Today, I will share about the importance of choosing effective team members for your business. And the relevance of that, of course, is without team members, nothing happens. So here I go. Every year, thousands of businesses are created all over the world. And the sad reality is the majority of them will fail. The question is, why do some business grow and prosper while the majority fail after a few years? And of course, there could be a myriad of reasons for that. Like, you know, for instance, lack of resources, understanding the marketplace, their ability to innovate, etc., etc. But there is also one element that almost all business owners can influence, and that may directly affect long-term and certainly short-term business success. And that's choosing the right team. Because without the right team, obviously things will not happen. So a typical example would be, how would you do that? And there's many ways on how to do that, but I'm going to share something today that we use uh, and also have found it very effective with choosing team members for some of our clients and increasing you know, the odds in reference to getting that right. By the way, none of these solutions are supposed to work forever, okay, because you've got to constantly evolve, but as a starting point, you've got to start with the right team members, otherwise you're going to be sort of operating behind the blackboard. So the, what we use is a, a process system called Values Index, called the CVI. You know, that's like a self-questionnaire to get a sense of what uh, values the individual brings to an organization and basically how that would fit in, obviously, with the values of the organization. So to choose the right team member through this as one example is, first of all, you create an environment where some of these team members might want to operate and then of course choosing the right fit to fit those particular positions and opportunities is the key here. And this is important because there is no point attracting talent that all has similar skills and and similar objectives. Although that's great, you know, you want a little bit of an eclectic mix as well. Otherwise, you're not going to have every corner covered. And who are they? I would say these are Obviously, when you're looking to hire some of these people, I'm giving you the CVI as the first example, is people that value working together uh, towards a common goal, team orientated. That's essential. You can't have lone wolves. Certainly, if it's team orientated from the point of view, that's what's required, you know, to get the project uh, up and running and, of course, successful in the end. And you need the team, of course, to be working together. And the respect that they have for the culture they're joining. So there is, again, if they don't respect the culture that they're joining, and some people will actually do that, believe it or not. There's a lot of organizations with many people in there that don't respect the culture uh, they're working in. And, of course, there's many reasons for that. And, you know, one of the big reasons people hang around is because, of course, they need the paycheck so they can pay the bills at the end of the week. And for me, that's not an exciting way to live your life. So the 
importance to build a strong team, of course, is essential. So the question is why? Why do we need a strong team other than the obvious? Well, let's take example a sports team. In this case, we'll talk about a soccer team. The purpose of the, the team is really like, you know, the same as any other business. And that is the achievement of a common goal. And of course, for teams, it's designed, uh, if you look at a sports team, it's to win. It's to win. You know, draw comes second, right? The, you know, it's all about the win. And of course, businesses are very similar. Because if they don't win, i.e. make profits, well, they're going to go broke. And Manchester United is a great example as... Uh, right now, it has one of the oldest players on the planet playing, but at the same time, one of the best players on the planet, and that's Cristiano Ronaldo. And of course, even at his age, I think he's 35, 36, he still has it in him, okay, to be still a first player of the team. But at the same time, as he is immensely talented as an individual, and of course, I'm sure you know that, what would make Ronaldo uh, a problem is if Ronaldo decided that he was the only player in the team and, you know, he decided that it was all because of him that the team can win and he'd try to play every single position. Of course, that would be a problem because Ronaldo could not take on another soccer team by himself. And if he did, he'd, of course, lose miserably. So you can imagine that example in many, many situations. And in the workplace, of course, we know we know that that at times happens frequently. It happens also in small business, entrepreneurial businesses, where you try to be, you know, jack of all trades, and that doesn't normally end well. Because you have certain skills, and if we go back to the soccer team example, you know, those players have also got certain skills. They might have multiple skills, but they can't have all the skills. And this is the key here. So you've got to be able to pick the right people, you know, for the seats or the right position because you cannot win alone. As Ronaldo, of course, has discovered, he can't win alone either. And a business is no different. So the key here is, and through my experience, I've discovered it's not really that the people in a particular spot are so wrong or bad or anything like that. You know, they obviously are not um, congruent to be in that particular position for whatever reason. That It's more about wrong person, wrong position. That's it. So it's about picking the right people for the right position. And as I've mentioned previously, and you would have noticed this probably in your own experience, picking the right professionals to build an effective team, uh, especially when there's quite a few members, is more important. But having said that, even if it, there's two of you, is more important and challenging than it looks. And I'm sure you've probably experienced the same. It's not an easy task, but it's an essential one. It's a big responsibility, and of course, it's a risk from the perspective that the people you choose are the biggest factor to determine if your project, in this case, company, etc., will be successful. Because the wrong team members also can take it the opposite direction, and that's happened many, many times. Other than, of course, the reputational and other disasters that could come from that, you've got to put in the effort in right at that moment when you're hiring somebody or your team members are hiring you know, is essential here to try to get that to work. It's not an easy task though. At times it's not that effective because it becomes a bit like a casino, a bit of a gamble Gamble from the perspective, are they really gonna fit, are they gonna really work, is it gonna fit with our culture, etc. Of course, probably large corporations do that more so than small organizations, but it's definitely a service that's available out there. And the more skilled and knowledgeable they are, you know, the team members that you're hoping to 
bring onto the team, the better odds of your success, you would hope so. And in my opinion, in all of that, other than, of course, the skills and the knowledge and so on, for me, what matters most is the attitude. So as always, I have a few sort of insights to help you today with. And the first one is look for what I would say is good communicators. And good communicators does not mean specifically that they have to be perfect in the English language from the perspective of getting every syllable right and every sentence right, etc. It's not about that. Good communicators, I mean, is about, you know, people that can sort of relate, okay, that can actually relate with other people, that can build rapport, okay, and have no problem as part of a team to share at times things that might not be going so well from the perspective of the workplace, because this is all about building trust, okay, and you want trustworthy uh, team members, otherwise you're going to have other problems. And my second insight is to seek you know, well-organized and self-disciplined members. Now, this is not always easy. And if you go back to the CVI that I mentioned at the outset, what happens with the CVI is you get a designation, and at the end, what happens is every person joining an organization will be designated either to be a builder, a, a merchant, an innovator, or a banker. That's the four designations. And from that, there's all these spin-offs. And the relevance of that is, for instance, to fit particular people into particular spots, as I mentioned earlier, and uh, well-organized and, and self-disciplined uh, is, is part of that. And, and some of these designations might not always have, for instance, uh, well-organized as part of the designation. Some are more better organized and self-disciplined than others, although personality comes into this and other factors. The next one is the third insight is to seek proactive members. As I've noted earlier, Look, it's all about having initiative, it's attitude. And um, the right attitude, I believe, creates miracles, it brings people together, and at the same time, people with a great attitude are always seeking to grow. So that's called proactive. You know, to have the opposite of that, people that are not looking for that and not interested in it, that's fine as well. But it's, you know, and depending again, what comes into play, the roles here, the positions, what sort of things they're gonna be doing, etc. maybe, if it's a backroom job and they're going to be working by themselves, yeah, there's a you know positions like that as well. Uh, but obviously, from the point of view of building an entrepreneurial style business, you need proactive members, you need initiative. Otherwise, otherwise it can create all sorts of other problems because then they sort of drag in their feet, and before you know it, you know they might have looked like A or B performers and end up becoming C's and D's. Another good uh, insight is to prioritize skills and knowledge over certifications and as I mentioned before attitude comes into play there and of course in my experience definitely lived experience now of course the individuals young they've just come out of uh, university uh, they've got all the certifications but in the end what does that really mean okay and that's where the attitude comes in uh, because obviously lived experience is only limited there but the attitude is what's going to play the part here now you know this becomes less in other organizations but in the entrepreneurial environment, it's like it's, it's a no-brainer. But definitely other organizations out there might not care so much about attitude. That's another world altogether. And of course, they operate totally different to the entrepreneurial world. So the next insight, obviously, is find people that are willing to commit. And commitment is very important. And with commitment comes responsibility. So the two sort of work in partnership together. 
So commitment is essential. So if, if you're willing to commit, that means also you're willing to be responsible, accountable for that commitment. And this is essential there. So to find these people, yes, your core values will help you do that. Um, and it's very, very important because, you know, it's specifically building the culture. If you don't get this particular right, it can be a serious problem in also fragmenting your culture. So get people to commit. And how do you get them to commit? Of course, well, first of all, you can't get anyone to commit to anything. It's going to be from them, right? That's a self, uh, you know, that's that's a self um, motivation that would come specifically from them. But definitely your culture, your mission, and what you want to do in this world, okay, reference with your product, service, etc., will play a big part in that. And when you understand their values and they understand your values as an organization, business, then of course you can get the two to work together. You know, so common values are very, very important. No different to you know, relationship that you have in your personal life, right? Okay, you know, that you're looking for the partner to commit. You're looking at the individual here to commit, and then you're looking at the individuals to commit to the team. And the individuals committing to the team, the team commits, of course, to the organization, and that's how you build the culture. If you do that properly, you'll build a world-class, iconic culture over time. So that's very important. And finally, a very systematic approach uh, and it's also part of the core values because not everyone has these skills, is to find the intention here, the target, find an exceptional project manager. Because the reality is everything you've got in your organization is a project and you need somebody to manage that. And it's not easy to find exceptional project managers. But at the same time, if you haven't got somebody doing that particular uh, role, then you're gonna to have to do it yourself or you're gonna to have to find somebody else that's maybe better than you to actually do it because it's essential. Because without the management of the project, it's not gonna happen and potentially could even, it, it could become a bigger problem than actually if you hadn't even started the project in the first place. So that's it for today. It's a very important issue. It's something that's gonna be very big in the news for the next few years because you've got so much movement happening in the corporate world, in the business world, people are leaving their jobs, people are stressed. Uh, you know, I so say all of these come into play, but I wanna finally say one other thing as well, okay? A lot of the challenges in finding people, at times, it's not just when you're actually looking for somebody, it's not so much also um, that, uh, you know, you're selling your culture. You also basically got, you know, you gotta understand also the individual coming to join your company, and this is also for people that are looking for position is that they are also bringing their full self into that business. And that means also if they are stressed or if, if they're you know, depressed or they are all over the place in their personal lives, it's important to take responsibility for that and don't blame that on the culture that you're joining or the culture that basically you've left. It's important that you face the mirror there and that's where responsibility comes into play because without that, disaster sort of follows you to wherever you're going to be joining as a company. So it's essential that you deal with that. So I trust that this episode was useful for you. As always, I kindly ask you to rate the show on Apple Podcasts. And once you do, please send us an email confirmation and we will send you our ebook, The Real World Guide to Authentic Personal Branding. You can find me on social media. My LinkedIn is John Michael. My Twitter is John underline Michael. And you can find me as Image Group International on Facebook. I want to thank you all and I look forward to seeing you all next time.
and I wish you a great week. Cheers. John Michael's Personal Branding Masterclass podcast is sponsored by Image Group International, a global team of practical, digitally savvy personal brand and image strategists based in Australia, committed to maximizing your impact, influence, and authority in the business world. To learn more and apply for your personal coaching, seminars, and group workshops, please visit imagegroup.com.au or call 1-800-631-311.